So holding by Melach Malaf, we had Perik, Yutas, Pasuk, Yudzayin, the Shiva started as his Chusli, Lenishmas, Chaskal Shraga, Ben Avram Yehuda, it should also be as Chusli, Lenishmas, Rabbechil, Mechabanash, Moshe, Ben Daniel, Chaim, Elizabeth, Shimshanayin, Astatur, Basi, Chaskal, as well as his Chus for Fushlema, Vachaim, Moshe, Shur, Ben Maka, Chaim, Dove, Ben Rachel, Hanalei, Bashain, Rachel, Avadati, Ben Peril, and Chus for all those in the Makam Sakana, in and around Eretz Yisrael. So we learned previously that Hashem tells Elio, go and anoint Chazoel to be the king of Aram, appoint Yehu to be the king of Yisrael, and appoint Elisha, to succeed you as the Navi. So now in Pasuk Yitzayin, Hashem tells him what the role of each of these people will be. So the Pasuk says, Whoever escapes the sword of Chazoel, Yomis Yehu, Yehu will kill. And whoever escapes the sword of Yehu, Yomis Elisha, Elisha will kill. Which sounds like that first Chazoel is going to strike, and then whoever gets through his um, his web is going to fall into the web of Yehu, and whoever escapes his web is going to fall into the web of Elisha, but ultimately everyone who is supposed to be punished will be punished by one of the three. The problem with learning this way is that it sounds like first Chazal will attack, and then Yehu, followed by Elisha. But actually, it doesn't happen in that order. First, Ye- Elisha attacks, then Yehu, and then Chazoel. So what does the Pasuk mean by saying it in this order? So the Rabak says that the Pasuk is not telling you the order, it's telling you the ability of each of these people. Whoever of of Chazoel, whoever Chazoel is unable to kill, so Yehu will deal with. Meaning, it doesn't have to be necessarily in that order. It means the wiping out of the family of Achav was not able to be done by Chazoel. Achav's family had Aram's number as we'll see in Perachov. And so Chazal would not have had the ability to kill Achav. So therefore, Yehu is left to deal with him. Not necessarily that Chazal tried first, but just that is the facts. Chazal would not have been able to overcome Achav, and therefore, Yehu dealt with him. And it seems to be a similar idea with Elisha, although the problem is that we don't find Elisha directly killing anyone. So the Ralbag explains that Elisha causes the death of 42 young people who were killed by beers because they made fun of him and they cursed him in the name of Hashem by Yerichai. Or the Rabag also suggests that Elisha is responsible for a famine that caused many deaths in the city of Shemrein, which we will find later on in Malachim Beis in Perek Vav. So the Rabag basically is saying that it's not talking about the order, it's talking about the ability of each of these people. Chazal could not have conquered Beis Achav and therefore it was left although it happened earlier in time, but it, it was left for Yehu to deal with. Similarly, Yehu could not have caused the death of these people through a famine or through beers attacking, and therefore that was given over to Elisha to deal with. Radak gives his own shot in explaining why Elisha is uh, considered here uh, putting people to death. He says that Elisha gave the people Taichacha, and they ignored it. He gave them Musr, and they ignored it, and as a result, they got severe punishments. So since it came about indirectly through Elisha's warnings, it's considered as if he did it. That's Yamis Elisha, even though we don't find that Elisha directly causes the death of anyone. And the reason why the uh, Klaisrael were allowed to be killed is because they ignored the word of the Navi. It, it's bad enough that they were doing something wrong, but when the Navi gave the Musr and they ignored the Navi on top of the Avera they were doing, they were able to be killed by the invading armies. And Chaim Shmulevit says from this that before a person gives anyone else Musr or Teichacha, they have to stop and think if the person will really listen to the Musr. Because if the person is not going to listen to the Musr, then you're adding another Aveira on top of their pile of Averas. It's bad enough they're doing something wrong, but ignoring the Musr that they're getting adds another Aveira onto the pile that can make their punishment even more severe than it already is or already was supposed to be, as we see from Alicia.
The Radak also brings another pshat in that Elisha's death allowed the enemy to have the ability to conquer the land. And so that's what it means. Yamis Elisha, Elisha will cause through his death, allowing the enemy to come into Eretz Yisrael and kill the people. So Pasuk Yitches, the Pasuk continues, V'esha'arti b'Yisrael, but I will leave over in Kla Yisrael, Shiva Salafim, 7,000 people, Kol ha'berkayim ha'shalei karu labal. These are all people whose knees did not kneel to Baal, and whose mouth did not kiss it. Meaning, he will, Hashem will keep alive and spare the 7,000 people who remained loyal to Hashem and did not worship Baal. So there were these 7,000 people that remained loyal at all times to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and did not follow in Achav's ways. So the Rabbag understands straightforward that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying there were only 7,000 people that remain loyal to him, and these are the only 7,000 people that are going to survive after Chazal, Yehu, and Elisha are done taking retribution on behalf of Hashem. However, many of the other Mepharshim find it problematic, find it hard to believe that everyone was killed out except for 7,000 people. It's a very small amount out of the millions that must have existed during the times of Achav. So the uh, Abarbanel says that what the Pasuk means is Although when there is a uh, famine or when there is a magefa, um, a mass punishment that's brought to Klai Yisrael, that Sadiqim are punished together with the Rishayim, that is the normal way that HaKadosh Baruch is mashkiach the world. Hashem is promising here that that won't be the case. That although many people will die, but Hashem is going to protect those who are completely righteous, those who completely avoided worshipping the Baal, and they are not going to die despite the killing of many of their other uh, brothers in Klai Yisrael who were guilty of this Avera. Similarly, the Kliyakar says that out of the multitude of survivors, there are going to be, of course, there will be uh, uh, many other survivors who worship Baal, but out of the many survivors will be all 7,000 people who remain loyal. They will escape and they will be spared, but obviously there were many, many more thousands of people who survived as part of Malchi Yisrael, who survived the, uh, the massacres that occurred over the rest of the people. There's an interesting Taisefta in Sanhedrin that learns out of our Pasuk, almost a heckish from our Pasuk, equivalent of worshipping Avodah by kneeling to it and kissing it, are both equally considered worshipping Avodah for the fact that our Pasuk equates those who knelt to the Baal, equating it with those who kissed the Baal, meaning... Serving Baal by either kneeling or by kissing it is equally bad, equally uh, guilty of Oyved Avaydezara, so the Tosefta learns it out of our Pasuk, the fact that our Pasuk equates the service in both ways.